Welcome, and thank you for joining this conversation on battery storage. Uh, I'm Andy Moody, and I will be guiding us through this session. Um, for those of you who don't know me, I am the head of disputes in London for Baker McKenzie. Uh, I'm a partner in the London office, and I also chair the energy mining and infrastructure group for the EMEA region uh, here at Baker McKenzie. Uh, today, I'm delighted to be joined by my colleague and fellow partner, Claire Dietz-Poltz, who is based in our Berlin office. Uh, Claire is a partner in the public law practice group, uh, and she co-heads our German energy and infrastructure team. Uh, Claire started her career in the energy team of another firm in 2011, uh, and she worked in the M&A and energy and infrastructure practice group of another major law firm from 2013 to 2016. Claire leads on sustainability matters in Germany and has focused knowledge in today's topic of opportunities and risks in the battery storage sector here in Europe, and especially for those of you interested in Germany. So first things first, what are we talking about when we refer to battery energy storage systems, or sometimes referred to as BESS, B-E-S-S? In a nutshell, they are devices that enable the storage of energy from renewable sources, such as solar energy and wind power, which is then released to customers as and when required. Battery storage is a key driver in the race to achieving the net zero target we all need to hit by 2050. And lithium ion batteries are the current front runner, but there are many emerging technologies such as flow batteries and renewable hydrogen, which are quickly narrowing the gap, which I'm sure Claire is going to tell us a bit more about. So Claire, you are advising on the development of the largest battery platform in Germany, which will include a battery storage portfolio of around 300 megawatts. Now, please, can you tell us what are the main drivers of such a large investment? Yeah, thank you, Andy. Indeed, it was really a great project we are just uh, we're advising on. It's the largest battery platform uh, at the moment in Germany with around 60 projects and um, the number will grow steadily. Uh, we also, this also includes the largest industrial battery projects in Eisenach, Germany, uh, with a performance of 60 megawatts. Um, so it's really a project that stands uh, for the energy transition in Germany. Uh, we are advising actually to infrastructure funds for them, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of a, a valuable addition to their um, existing portfolio of renewables um, and will be part of their personal energy uh, transition strategy. Um, and um, as, uh, as, as we now see in the market, uh, a lot of uh, investors are just looking at storage uh, projects, um, uh, looking at uh, the whole strategy of the energy transition in uh, Germany, where renewables energy is actually will play the key role. Uh, and we see like storage here as the, as the missing element. Yeah. Uh, right now, uh, we are seeing a lot of lithium ion battery storages um, as, as the top technology of choice 
because here the technology is mature enough uh, and uh, the prices uh, dropped uh, in, in, the, in the past years. But we will come to a special situation later now that the, the prices are rising at the moment. Uh, so um, that's where uh, people are looking at investments right now. Uh, in Germany, actually, these kind of storages uh, are used um, uh, for, uh, first of all, for peak shaving, kind of to reduce demands in peak and um, also uh, to, to provide more flexibility on the market by uh, using the storage for, uh, for primary and secondary control uh, energy. And, um, and that's really important when you see uh, that the um, amount of renewables grow, you really need to stabilize the transmission and distribution grids in Germany. And uh, you can do this very good by kind of storing energy and release it again uh, to the grid uh, when the energy is really needed. Uh, and um, so it's really an important uh, element that also uh, helps um, uh, yeah, kind of to fully decarbonize um, in, in Germany as, uh, and in a faster way, because by doing so, actually, we don't have to wait until we can build out the crits, yes, and, um, and, and, and can stabilize them uh, by using storage. Um, yeah, so it's really key to have uh, cheaper, more efficient uh, storage capabilities in place. And, and combine them uh, with our renewable uh, capacities in Germany and also in all over Europe. So am I right then, then just being simplistic about it, that this is, is actually the answer to the peaks and troughs that people describe when they talk about uh, some of the problems with renewables. So the sun doesn't shine at night, so you don't get solar energy obviously at night, but if you're storing it in a battery, uh, you, you are able then to, as you were saying, sort of even out what goes on to the grid. H have I understood that correctly? Yes, uh, correctly. Yeah, I, I think indeed, uh, maybe it's not the only solution. As I said, it will also be in the long term important to build out the grids uh, to, to, have to, to, to use them actually for fluctuating uh, uh, energy sources. Uh, but I think it's a really a key element to really uh, foster the whole, uh, the whole uh, development uh, with respect to renewables also in a faster way. So I think uh, this technology uh, combined with a, a, a grid build out will really help uh, us um, in our energy transition and in the decarbonization actually overall. So, I mean, that's a nice um, sort of, I think, segue now into so when 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 you are advising on one of these projects what what do you see as the the main sort of challenges uh, in in um, battery storage deals yeah actually as it's a very new market in germany that just is developing uh, we are dealing actually with a lot of small developers at the moment the first movers uh, so to say and they are actually not that experienced for sure uh, with um, with um, kind of uh, the processes that are required for investors so to say 
So it's really about uh, looking together how we can implement processes for due diligence of the projects, for example, or how we could also approach drafting of the project agreements. Yeah. And that's indeed also another, another field where there's a lot to do. I mean, there's actually no established market practice at the moment for such uh, project agreements for battery storage. So it's really about a lot of drafting from the scratch, discussing how to implement uh, the, 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 the special features of a battery storage deals and really creating blueprints together. And uh, what we also discovered, uh, what, what's also uh, part of a lot of discussions uh, when you do such deals, it's really the ESG uh, requirements of the investors. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, the, they do this investment to really do sustainable investment. Uh, and for them, it's also key then that with this project, they can implement their voluntary, but also binding transparency in reporting requirements. And uh, so it's also really about discussing how to implement the proper code of conduct with the um, developers, how they can structure their supply chains and make sure it's really sustainable. And also later on in the project, how reporting can be facilitated around certain KPIs they have to report on. So. That's fascinating. So, so in other words, if, from what I've heard you say, there's almost three sort of buckets of challenges. You've got all of the technical issues that you were talking about at the beginning. So, and maybe we'll come on to some of that, some of that again in a second. But um, so you've, you've sort of got the technical, physical uh, problems in terms of how these batteries actually work. Then, secondly, I guess you have the challenges around uh, legal issues. So, then the second bucket is um, uh, the, 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 all of the legal uh, issues that, that must flow from the different participants in any one of these projects, from the, 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 everyone from the infrastructure funds to, bank, to lenders to the actual people uh, who are the, the, the project entities, I presume. And then lastly, I, I was fascinated what you were saying about the ESG concerns of everyone and how this is all part of trying to fulfill both voluntary and mandatory obligations that they have. Have I got that right? That, yes. that it flows within those three. Good. No, perfectly summarized, Andy. Okay, super. Okay, well, look, um, so then that, that takes us on to, um, I think, a, 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 a sort of final question. And, and that is, you know, given your experience, what what do you think are the key challenges for battery storage projects here in the in the European market? Yeah, actually, right now it's really still finding um, yeah a viable economic business case for such battery storages. Yeah. Um, in Germany, they are still, as I said, uh, primarily used uh, used uh, for um, auxiliary services in the net, yes. Um, to provide flexibility and um, an intraday market for like battery storage capacities is just developing. Uh, but the prices, especially on this ancillary services markets are fluctuating. 
we have not really um, reliable support sheets in place or uh, like uh, a legal framework that fosters battery storage development, uh, especially in the, the amendments to the renew, new uh, Renewables Energy Act in Germany. Everyone was expecting a comprehensive set of regulations also around battery storage, but it's still missing. Um, so everyone is really looking uh, that there is also like a, a basis created um, that that's actually right now fosters this uh, technology until we have uh, kind of developed markets like it was with the renewables. Yeah. So um, I think, um, uh, for example, the European uh, Association of uh, Storage of Energy, they said maybe now Repower U will be a good starting point uh, actually to, to foster the, the development of a legal framework, um, not because it addresses so much energy storage, but it really sets uh, like higher targets for renewables, uh, for energy efficiency, like the capacities uh, of uh, PVs shall be doubled, and also um, like the procedures, uh, how renewable energies um, uh, projects uh, are permitted um, shall be renewed, uh, and all this uh, together uh, will also have definitely an uh, impact on um, battery storage, um, as it is, as I said, needed uh, uh, as an addition when when we kind of expand our capacities uh, just uh, uh, as a key element um, to to really um, use the renewable energy we then produce yes and and can transport it uh, through the grid yeah but unfortunately they are also yeah no don't, i was i was yeah. no i didn't mean to interrupt i was just i was going to ask you as well about some of the economics i think you're probably about to come on to it in terms of some of the the economics of these projects and the problems around which type of battery could be used and you know and, and specifically i certainly have read about the, the pricing issues with lithium so claire that's fascinating what I, what I wanted to ask you as well of, in terms of challenges is around um some of the economics of 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 these projects and specifically what i have in mind is is everything i've read about um how the the raw materials for these batteries uh, and specifically the lithium ion is 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 also uh, an obstacle. Could you could you just maybe simplify that that issue for um, for, for our listeners? Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, there's the situation that we right now have a really high uh, demand for lithium, as also we are kind of expanding our uh, battery uh, capacities in, for example, in the area of uh, e-mobility a lot. So there's a really high demand for this raw material, uh, what actually at the moment skyrockets prices uh, and where we really um, see that uh, there, there, it's kind of a scarce uh, source, uh, what, what also needs to be um, considered when uh, kind of now focusing on lithium ion batteries um, and, and, and thinking about alternatives that it's also about looking where we can uh, get the raw materials from and also in the volumes that are needed right now for uh, kind of developing all the different markets uh, for, for batteries. 
not all the the batteries to be seen now uh, for the renewables market, but uh, also the batteries that are, for example, uh, used in, in in the mobility area. Yeah, and um, actually there is indeed a problem right now because the, the first investors they were also always looking at decreasing prices uh, for a lot of time and waiting until it was the time that they said now the prices are at a level where we can actually invest that that it makes sense and provides a viable business case. And now we see the prices um, skyrocketing. One, one reason is indeed like uh, that the, 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 the lithium raw material resources are scarce, but another issue is also the supply chain, uh, especially due to Corona crisis. Um, there are um, a lot of issues how kind of how to get the batteries to Europe as the dominant producers of this battery cells are still uh, located in China. And uh, we see uh, sometimes a lot of delays in project development um, uh, just due to the fact that it is not clear uh, when like the batteries cells that were ordered could be supplied actually to the European market. So I think it's it's really also important to address uh, this supply chain issues and really also to, to ramp up European capacities, uh, production capacities here. Yeah. Thank you, Claire. That's um that has been super. Um I, I think unfortunately it's time for us to to wrap up. So I um I, I wanted to ask you at this point what your top three points or top three considerations you think our clients in the battery storage sector should should be exploring immediately or without further delay. Yeah, uh, indeed, uh, as a first message, uh, I, I would like uh, uh, to give to our clients is really see battery storage as a valuable addition to your sustainable investments, uh, to your sustainable portfolios. It's really important. Uh, not only to invest in renewables, but uh, really uh, to to add battery storage here. Uh, as we've seen, that's really also important to make the case successful. Uh, and I think um, as a second message, it's really about exploring the framework for such investments. Uh, where do you stand in your jurisdiction? Uh, how can you get an uh, economically viable business case? what are like uh, especially also the, the legal frameworks that are here in place are there any support schemes uh, right now i think as a good starting point i could really refer here to our thought leadership piece on battery storage uh, what really provides a very good overview on the different uh, regions and markets and also breaks down to a lot of jurisdictions where you get a, a good starting point uh, uh, when you want to see where, what's actually the current status in jurisdiction or region about battery storage. And I think uh, as, a, as, a, as a third uh, message is really think about teaming up uh, when you want to explore this new uh, technology. What we uh, see now with a lot of clients, it's really that they team up with other investors that have interest and uh, kind of use a first project uh, to learn together and also kind of develop um, a future proof and reliable business case to really uh, kind of use this, uh, this technology as a, as a valuable addition to their renewable investments. 
thank you, Claire. That's great. Um, and thank you to everyone listening to this podcast for, for joining us today, uh, and specifically to Claire for her valuable insights for all of us. Um, as a final point, uh, we encourage you to check out our other episodes in this series of energy-related podcasts. Uh, in which we um, are going to be and have already addressed a series of hot topics in the industry. Uh, in the meantime, if you have any questions, uh, please feel free to, to contact any of us in the energy mining and infrastructure teams here at Baker McKenzie. Uh, so do, uh, don't be a stranger if you would like further insights and or advice. Thank you very much.